Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you were too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is, they're just not that into you. What yeah. does that mean? No fucking idea, but Bree planned it. <laughs> okay, plan is a strong word. You planned it. Before this, before taping today, Sean said to me, what are we talking about? And I said, I'll think of something. And you said, I have a brilliant, easy to follow plan. I do always, this is what I do mm-hmm. razz you on though, is that I will give something pretty straightforward, yeah. nudes like yeah. last week. And you'll come in like, okay, the episode's going to be called, what if you were there and they weren't? And so it's going to be like, okay, it's kind of like that time. That, it's conceptual. <laughs> yeah. It's, there's you layers. You love a concept. I love a, yeah. I love an overarching concept. There's You're just layers. a thinker. There's, there's ways we can, we can tap in and tap out if you will i would love to tap out let's do (laughs) (laughs) wherever you're listening make sure to fucking follow or subscribe my favorite type of review is when people say i did this to save my family and i'm like well good the reason i like that is because a true and b i like the idea of people going and they're thinking about listening to our podcast on apple Podcasts, itunes spotify and they're like before i get into it maybe i'll just check out the reviews and they're like, wow, a lot of five-star reviews. Brilliant. And they all just say, I'm here to protect my family. Yeah. No, I do like the idea that we may have some supernatural forces assisting us and that they should have like the fear of God yeah. struck into them. Exactly. Yeah. That's a great way to get new listeners in too. Totally. Threats work. That's <laughs> what we've established on this podcast. Also, did I kill the queen? I think you might have. I think I might have killed the I queen. I think you might have. It's okay. I started COVID. <laughs> okay. And I think now in 2022, I killed the queen. What's in store for 2023? Nothing. 2023s were good. It's an odd, odd number. When do you turn 30? 2023. No, that's good. But you might die. Mm, Yeah. I survived all the other years. You won't. You won't. You won't. You're going to be good. The earth might die and take me out with us. So you you think you're going to make it to 30 now? Oh, I don't know. I'm still going to have a funeral themed birthday party just in case, but... (laughs) (laughs) That is my plan for all the listeners. My, you need to tell me if you think this is a great idea because I do too. I was always convinced that I was going to die before I was 30. I had all these, I, everybody listening that has heard this before is, is like, yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah. But I had all these fucking, what are they called? Apparitions? No. I have no fucking clue what you're talking Astral about. Astral projections? I don't know. <laughs> I was having all these dreams that I was never going to make it to 30. Uh-huh. Still very possible. I still have just over a year. No, you're going to make it. I've got strong strong feelings i don't have just over a year that's literally you're not meant true. to live in months. your 70s because that's where you're at right now so like you have to get there to be like right. authentically there yeah so my plan is for my 30th birthday party mm-hmm. it's going to be funeral themed like oh. i want people in like black lace and stuff yeah. sobbing uncontrollably the whole night <laughs> and then at 11 59 i'm going to crawl into a casket mm. And then <laughs> the clock is going to strike midnight. Yeah. And then you guys are going to drum roll, open the casket see and see alive. if I'm still alive. Slay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing that the moment we open the casket. Fully dead. <laughs> no, I'm picturing that you're pretending to be dead and then you just go, Slay. <laughs> like, I want to know. 
know how you come out of this. Oh, like, do we open it? It's and like we're a confetti like, cannon if I'm alive. Like, I, like I think you have one or do you have like a I think speech prepared? No matter what, there's a confetti cannon. <laughs> I think it's just as soon as it's it closes, it's launching. Okay. You open it, the confetti goes off <laughs> once you figure out if I'm alive or dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, the party either continues or everybody goes home. <laughs> We go home if you're still alive. Yeah. <laughs> and then if I'm dead, the party continues. Right. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Can't wait. That's going to be quite the quite the moment in time. I think time. it's a great theme. I'm just wondering where you're going to get a coffin <laughs> from. <laughs> There's ways. Okay. Yeah. Um, wherever you're listening, make sure to follow, subscribe, head over to our Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast. Click the link in our bio if you want to get this podcast on video. Just become a patron. And you get to watch every episode on video. And thank you so much to our current patrons. You can also find us on TikTok at I Can Explain Podcast. Personally, at Sean Lusk, at Brian Williamson. Five stars. Five stars only. Rate us five stars. <laughs> <laughs> you like pausing? I was like, is there anything else? No, nope. that's it. Thank you. Okay, so. But if there, you don't fucking rate us five stars. Cr- yeah. Watch your back. I killed the queen. I'll come for you next. <laughs> Honestly, if you can get the queen, then you, you're golden. Yeah. What, what can't you do? I don't know. How sad though. Is it? Mm. I don't know. I keep going back and forth. Mm. I'm like, don't protect pedophiles. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. just like, I just, it's just an old person who died. So true. You know, it's yeah. an old person. That old person died. Yeah. You know, a lot of old people are bad people. True. It's just like, you know, <laughs> they're old. <laughs> Circle <laughs> different alive, times. baby. <laughs> it's different times. But yeah, no, here we are. Uh, Queen's dead. And um, we're into the fall, our favorite season. I am so excited. I'm excited about it. There's forest fires happening currently. Oh, know, like nothing gets me more in the fall spirit than the world burning the down. The summer lighting our planet ablaze. Yeah, yeah. There's something about it. Yeah, it's really magical. Because then when the rain hits, it hits really different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you're not like, oh, we needed this. You're like, we actually quite literally needed like this. We were about to burn out. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. This is such a happy start. It is. So well, I'm actually <laughs> mostly just stalling because I have no fucking idea what we're talking about. Okay. We're talking about, they're just not that into you. Because here's where the idea came from. <laughs> People are in my DMs all the time. Saying that they're not that into you. <laughs> <laughs> That's going on TikTok. <laughs> it's fucking going on TikTok. Buckle up. <laughs> my supporters are going to have my back. <laughs> okay, people are in your DMs. They're saying things in my DMs okay. along the lines of, I met this girl. We've been talking for four months. And she's just, you know, every time I bring up moving any further along in our relationship, she says like, she's too busy with school or like, she's got this going on or like, Oh, I've been messaging this girl and we were messaging for a while and then she just stopped messaging me back. And I like, don't know why, or like these people aren't responding to me on apps. Like it's a consistent thing that people are like trying to figure out why people aren't like, they need a reason. Right. Right. So I thought it would be interesting to both share times that we have been on either side of that. Okay. Like, for example, I, after my first lesbian heartbreak, it was mm-hmm. tragic. So tragic. So tragic. I was very eager to fill 
that hole. Not my hole. <laughs> but. But a hole. <laughs> and I think that I was confusing because I had been in like this love space for a while. Yeah. It's hard sometimes to like backtrack out of it and go back to casual. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Oh, because I know what you mean. <laughs> you're talking on like a like very open and deep like communicative way. You're not afraid of saying anything and then all of a sudden like that stops and you're supposed to like immediately learn how to like play it cool again. Yeah. And we already know if you listen to this podcast, I don't have that cool factor as it. No. So you add that I was just coming out of a relationship where I was used to being able to like just fully express my feelings at all times with the fact that I don't have a cool bone in my body. You could just paint pillowcases together with reckless abandon. Exactly. And now you don't have that anymore. So I had just come out of this relationship. I want to say like the first person that I started talking to. It was someone who slid into my DMs on Tumblr. And I had talked to them for like five fucking minutes. Yeah. Right. And I was like, I was thinking of people as a checkbox, I mm. think at this point, because I just, this relationship had ended. I was very distraught about it. So then this person slides into my dms and i'm like okay they have um uh they lived in florida they now identify as non-binary they them pronouns and i remember thinking like okay they're the type that i like they you know have the style that i like they have a job like they are interested in me like just seeing the checklist right right yeah yeah and just feeling like this is the one. This must be the one. <laughs> like that one ended. So this one yeah. could begin. You don't have any chill. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming across very chill. <laughs> I did a little bit of market research on who they were. Decided they were my person. Without yeah. ever like they had sent me like two messages on Tumblr. Okay. You're like I Google street walked <laughs> their street and thought this is a street that I would feel comfortable uh, living on. <laughs> so I literally was like, okay, well, I have to make this person like me because this is the person. Yeah. So like immediately went into like try and make them obsessed with me mode. And how'd that work? Was <laughs> was just like okay, they like this, they like this type of music. So I'm gonna post. It was Tumblr day, so I was gonna I'm gonna post about this type of music too. I'm gonna they like this type of person. They, I just tried to make myself the molds that I thought they would like. Also, yeah. Undoubtedly, I obviously came off too strong. Nothing happened. There was no like talk about it, but they just like the conversation dwindled, and they just kind of stopped messaging me. And I was fucking distraught. Like, when I say, like, I confused, I think, my previous heartbreak that had just ended a month prior to this now, like, I just packed it on. Right. And I felt like I was heartbroken over this person. Because I was confusing the emotions. And I remember feeling like I needed closure. Like, I needed an answer why they didn't also see that I was the right match for them. Right. And I... Really, you're just some random bitch on Tumblr. I was just... And so were they. Yeah. And just I two literally random bitches on Tumblr. <laughs> literally, just like like maybe fucking thirty messages exchanged, and then like flirty comments on each other's posts. Yeah, and I couldn't figure out for the life of me why it ended. And I just remember like being so distraught by this, and like in hindsight, like 
it was they just weren't that into it and that's okay like we just had a fun chat and then that chat ended and that flirt ended maybe they met someone else maybe they didn't maybe they just like i wasn't that person maybe i was fucking across the fucking continent and clearly obsessed with them and faking listening to all the music that they like like a fucking obsessive weirdo and they just weren't that into that no so like you know i think the like concept of people not being very in or not that into you yeah is like so prevalent with mm-hmm. online dating yeah because when our parents or people our parents mm-hmm. age or older were dating people mm-hmm. they had like three options yeah and they usually went with one of them Mm-hmm. And then they got married, had like two and a half kids in a house. And then they were like, oh, I'm actually really not that into you. Yeah. Because I got with you mm-hmm. out of survival right. and limited options. Right. And I actually realized after 30 years, I hate you and I have nothing <laughs> in common with you. What a beautiful story. It's true. No, though. it is true. And now I feel like we've overshot that landing where yeah. we have so much choice, mm-hmm. which is obviously great because I do think that for the most part, you can find somewhat stronger connections yeah. or you can find somebody that at least has more common interests with mm-hmm. you or that you're more attracted to yeah. like obviously more options has benefits mm-hmm. but then on the opposite end it has the downfall of like if you're not that into somebody they just fall off because it's like oh right. somebody will come along that will hit all of the if you're hitting nine out of ten i can just wait and get ten out of ten right or if you're hitting like three out of ten i'm really just not that into you because i'm gonna find somebody that has everything else See, that's a fair point. But I will, to play devil's advocate, I Uh will also say that, like, when I was dating, like, I don't think that was ever part of my thought process. Like, I don't think that I ever thought, like, how do I say this? I feel like there was, like, a lot of people that I was dating that I would go on, like, two or three dates with. Yeah. Four dates with. Whatever. Right? Right. Paint some pillowcases. Have some sex. Day one. You know, whatever. And then it's like when I when it ended or like when I wasn't really interested in going any further or they felt like they wanted to take it more serious and I said I wasn't ready for that, a lot of them would express to me like, okay, but like, is there a reason? Or like, you know, I... It was never like, oh, I like you, but I just... I think I want to wait for a better option or right. like you don't check this box. So like, I feel like I need to like find someone who fills that box too. It was just like, I'm just indifferent. Like I like you, right. but I'm just indifferent. Like there's just not that like gut feeling that like I want, like, but I want feel to like continue. if there is no gut feeling, that's also you saying that maybe you'll have that gut feeling for somebody else. I feel like it's inherently stuck in there. Yeah, but I guess what I'm saying is, is like, you're not it's, saying it's, it's it's not like nine out of ten boxes. It's right. just like I want. Well, that, I was like, obviously just building it. I up. want that. <laughs> I just want that like vibe. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. It's okay. It's things like I was talking to Julia about this the other day because we both watch The Bachelor and Bachelorette, and like, it's interesting to me because I think, and I mean, I don't think this is a controversial thought. I think, like, night one, they have it down to, like, one or maybe two. Right. Most people. Yeah. And that maybe sounds extreme to some people because they, like, talk to everyone for five minutes. No, I would. But, like, 
you just know who you vibe with yeah. or who you like or who at you're least five to. at least five yeah. right like when they have like 30 people there and they're like oh i don't know i'll get rid of these two it's like you automatically no. you could at least cut it down to five immediately 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 Ten for show purposes but and it's i think that's it would be like, like the red wedding episode one <laughs> <laughs> exactly i feel like that's actually something that might be therapeutic for people out there that are dealing with feeling like someone's just not that into them and maybe there's something wrong with them or there's something they could have done more or a reason they, or like they could have been hotter or whatever those like thoughts are. Yeah. It might be therapeutic to think of that weirdly because undeniably these people that go on the bachelor or the bachelorette or any of these shows, right? Yeah. Are you the one, whatever the fuck are conventionally attractive people, yeah. right? Like they're all beautiful people. Okay. And they cast them because they're, they check all the boxes, you know, they're beautiful on paper, you know, they've got like good relationships with their family or they've got a great career and they like dogs and all this shit. Right. So the fact that a bachelor or (laughs) the fact that a bachelor (laughs) or a bachelorette could walk into the room of those 30 individuals that are undeniably hot, have got all these things going for them and would still know probably the top five, if not narrower, who they would choose shows that it's really nothing against all those other people. It's just certain people are just like connected to other people. Totally. And I also feel like as shocking as it is, Mm -hmm. The Bachelor or Bachelorette is a great example of this phenomenon because from an outside perspective, Mm -hmm. usually it takes a few weeks, but from an outside perspective, when it's like top five or top 10, you can see somebody that you're like, oh, it's obviously going to be this person. Mm -hmm. They're such a great match. They have everything that they're looking for. And then they're gone like person 15. And you're like, what are you talking about? That person's so obviously your person. And they bring along like the most irritating person ever. (laughs) And it's like their number one. Yeah. And you're like, what do you see in that person? It's like, it doesn't matter because they see something in them. Exactly. They're wrong, but (laughs) they do somehow see something in them. And they will break up six months from now. But like it is, I think in a weird way, like you said, like it's maybe something that you can like put your shoulders down about and not stress so much when people don't get back to you on apps or whatever it is. Yeah. Because like, you might be bringing everything to the table for whatever reason. That person is just not vibing with you. Also, can we talk about apps? Because apps are impossible to make connections on, in my opinion. For sure. Unless it's just like borderline, like attractiveness, like physical attractiveness. And maybe they check a couple boxes. I know some apps are getting better in like, you've shown me when we look through your account of like prompts that you could yeah. talk off of and like you can get a baseline of conversation but like I've fucking met so many people in my life that I knew online before and I meet them in person and I go oh god who is this what the fuck yeah so different like I really think you need to get in person with someone to truly know who they are we need to I mean, it is back because I've seen it, but I feel like we need to start emphasizing speed dating again. I agree. Yeah. I actually think, like, no jokes here. Yeah. Like, very seriously, I'm not joking when I say I think you would be more successful going to a speed date so than I. you were would be on an app, hands down. Yeah. 
just because you just know you you can talk to someone for five minutes in person and and okay yes we're bantering well like when we met we fall fell in love and it was just love we just knew we didn't have to push it we just knew we were gonna find each other every year at that drag show until one day i forced you into making a podcast with me yeah True love. That's how all good relationships start. Start, start and continue <laughs> by me pressuring you to exist with me forever. Yeah, on the internet. totally. Yeah. So I don't know. You should do speed dating. Do you think? Would you do it? No. <laughs> we just talked about how it would be a great option. I, did, I, no. I don't personally feel at this point I would do it. For fun though? Just for Maybe fun. Maybe for fun, yeah. Like not like to genuinely like be like, Oh my God, like I need to meet someone tonight. I feel like that's when you'd meet someone. If you just went. Probably. Yeah. I do feel like I'm in the exact situation that we're talking about right now, though. Okay. I'm like still decently fresh out of a Mm -hmm. relationship. I've gone on dates with some people. I've met people that I like really enjoy Mm -hmm. their personalities yeah. attractive all these things because yeah. obviously I'm like going on dates with them mm-hmm. but I'm also I don't know if I'm necessarily waiting for somebody to check all the right boxes yeah but I'm like giving myself some pause for once in my life yeah which is so important and I think with that I'm coming off as the person that's just not that into some people and I don't want right. to be that so I'm trying to obviously provide as much context and clarity mm-hmm. but it's hard as well because it's like how can you we've talked about this before how yeah. can you be trying to keep your options open and like I think especially out of a relationship like how can you try to you know figure out what you want or just meet more people in general yeah. or just be fun and flirty without creating mm. that feeling for other people Right, because everyone's at a different point in their search, if you will. Like somebody, I could be talking to somebody that I have no idea, but they've been looking for a relationship for like five years Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to keep it casual. And they're like, oh my God, I've gone on like two dates with this person. They must be really interested in me. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's so hard. Then you're the asshole. Then I'm the asshole. Right. Yeah. See, yeah, I feel like in a lot of people's minds, I might be the asshole because I did that well yeah if they've met you you're the asshole anyways <laughs> but are you fucking kidding me i'm i'm a delight you're a delight until you're not <laughs> <laughs> well that's fair i feel uh, totally i feel like that's so fair but no i i i will say i don't know if i was a delight in the sense of like the way i was dating i feel like i was always very communicative yeah like you said. i think that's important I think that's very important, but I also think that like people, this, this is going to sound manipulative. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's take this with a grain of salt. People hear what they want to hear. So like, I've been on the other side of that as well. Right. I've been told like, I'm just not really that into it or like not right time or whatever. And then you're like, but it will be in two weeks. So (laughs) I. You think that there's a way like around it eventually, right? Which is like something that you have to unpack and it's like a very toxic way of dating. But like, we've all been there to some extent. So I feel like despite the fact that I was always very much like, oh, I'm not looking for something serious right now or like, oh, like if someone would ask me to go home or I'd ask them, it would be very clear that like just looking for a casual fun night if you are too, there's still the aftermath of like, oh, we had so much fun. Do you want to hang out again? And you're like, oh no, remember last night when I told you that I actually wrote it on a sticky. It's above your back. (laughs) And they're like, oh, but then we had such a great time. So now you probably want to see me again. And I'm like, no, No, and they're like, I hate you. And you're like, oh, you're like, well, okay, well, 
That was something. So I feel like it's hard, right? Because yeah. even if you are explaining how you're feeling and where you're at, I I do think that some people are better at taking that in than others yeah. per se. And I've been on that side too. I've been on that side too as yeah. well. So it's hard. It is hard. Also, people have different ways of communicating, right? So like what some people think is direct. Yeah. Is not direct. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. some people were like, Oh, but remember I like said this or like, Oh, I only hang out with you once a week. How would you figure that I would want to be in a relationship with you? Like this seems so casual to me. A lot of people think that people are able to read between the lines more than they are. Literally. One thing that I am is direct. You can't take that away from me. I wouldn't even try because <laughs> you would punch me directly <laughs> in the face. That's how direct you are. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that, I think that, Something <laughs> my mic back in my face. Me, me, literally. Did you see my brain start to wander? Yeah. What's at the bottom of my microphone? I saw you literally like about to dissect this if fucker. I'm not hyper focused on exactly what I'm saying. It's very You're quick taking for this me bitch to be apart. Gone. Um, I also think it's the same with friendship. So I had a, a recent experience mm-hmm. where. Uh, I'll say experiences and I won't give particulars because I think that makes it more fair. I don't want to like totally call out one person in it in particular, but this happens a lot um, where people will like say that they're a... coming to Vancouver. No, no, no. Okay. People will say they're coming to Vancouver and they'll ask me to hang out. Okay. Okay. I'm so, I feel like this is going to be a subtweet to me somehow. No, okay. it's not. It really isn't. It really isn't. I, I've recently have had friends and <laughs> they've said that they were like best friends and really good friends, but yeah. there's just no comments on my Instagram. It's weird. They're just not commenting on any of my Instagrams. So they're strange. clearly not that into me in a friendship. So I, I should probably take that as like a message. Like they've been trying to tell me and I'm just not yeah. listening, you know? Yeah. Okay. So people say they're coming to Vancouver okay. and they're like, do you want to hang out? Mm. Okay. I'm going to be really honest. I probably open 1% of my requested DMs. Right. Right. It's just genuinely, I don't have time. I don't have time to read them all. So I'll try my best to respond when I can or open them. But a lot of times because of the type of content I create, it can be really deep and I don't have the emotional energy for it. And like, I'm also not a therapist and I also like can't sit there all day and just read messages all day. I do have to work. So there's different reasons I don't, but every once in a while I'll like click into my DMs and a lot of them are, oh, I have a trip planned in October to Vancouver. Would love to hang out with you while I'm there. And it's really nice because that's a nice thought. But also, like we've talked about before on the pod, they know everything about me. Yeah. <laughs> like on the podcast, on my YouTube, on my TikTok, on Instagram. To me, this is just a complete stranger. Yeah. I can't even fucking see their profile because they're a private account. <laughs> and I just have like some stranger from God knows where in the world. Hey, want to hang out? Yeah. You know? So I can see where that is coming from because like I share a lot so I can see why they feel connected to me and why they would want to hang out with me without ever having a conversation before. But like to me, it seems like zero to a thousand. Right. <laughs> I'm like, who are you? You want to hang out with me? Like, am I just going to give an address and meet you somewhere? Like, I, I don't know. So most of the time, honestly, I don't respond, which is maybe an asshole move, but I don't know how to respond. Yeah. Like, hi. No. <laughs> hi, like, I actually don't want to hang out with you because I don't hi, know you. Who are you? Like, yeah. hi, it's, there's no polite way to do it. And it's like genuinely not personal in any way. It's just like, I genuinely don't know who you are. And also like, if I met every person who, as they came into Vancouver, that would be like a full-time fucking speed date of... you just of, living at the airport. Uh, me just living at the airport yeah. and just greeting people yeah. with different signs because it's just constant 
usually if I don't respond or even if I do, like if I open it and like, I like maybe they've said something else in the message and I'm like, Oh, thanks for the offer. But like, you know, I'm busy this week Yeah. or I'm whatever. And, um, like a normal person, I lie. Right. That's what people do. I'm not gonna be like, no, I don't want to hang out with you. So I'll be like, Oh, I've got this going on and I've got that going on. I feel like that everyone listening, if you think I'm an asshole for that, sorry, that's what people do. And, um, and, uh, recently I've had a few people that will follow up repeatedly. Oh, so like they will, they will, they'll ask. And then when I don't respond, they'll send like a few follow-up messages. Like just seeing if you got a message, then they will go to the comments on my Instagram and say, DM you, please check your DMs. Right. Right. And I'm like, I've already seen it. <laughs> but like, I'm not interested. Or my personal favorite, I'll say I'm busy and they'll say, well, when are you free? Uh, like they, they don't take the message. Yeah. And I think this is like, this is, this is something that I've had to learn. I feel like I've been open and honest on this podcast about me seeking friendship and it not working out majority of the time. You've made it seem like you're too willing for friends. See, I think that might've been it. Yeah. But like, I'm willing for friends that I know. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't, I don't just That's need like any friends, yeah. you know, like it's like, it's, I think I, I said that on the podcast. Like it's like. I want to like, there's people that I meet and just naturally meet them. I'm not like out there on like fucking friendfinder.com. I like meet someone naturally. Like when we met, Mm -hmm. I meet you at a bar. Okay. And I'm like, I really connected with that person. I'd love to hang out with them. Okay. I think I said that to you. I think. And you you, said, yes. I said, literally, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And then I would be in my mind like, oh, I hope Sean wants to be friends with me. Yeah. It's not like I need a new friend. It's just that when I meet someone I connect with, I want to spend time with them because I like, I rarely feel that way about people. So when I do, I get really excited. You gotta jump on it. Get, gotta jump on it. Yeah. And I go a little too deep. So I understand from the other side, really wanting to be friends with someone. But if someone says, I'm just kind of busy. You gotta read between or, the lines. Or, you know, I, mm, you know, I got, just got a lot going on and they don't. See, here's what people do when they're genuinely busy. Okay, if you want to know the difference between they're just not that into you or they're busy, when people are busy, you say, hey, would you like to hang out this weekend? They go, shoot, I'm busy this weekend, but uh, do you happen to be free Wednesday? Yeah. Or how about next weekend? There's a follow-up alternate. If they just say, I'm busy. They hate you. They hate you. (laughs) And it is what it is. It's life. It is what it is. Not everyone has time to hang out with everyone. Like when I read my embarrassing DMs on here where I said, would you like to hang out? And they said, that would be great. And then there's nothing, was nothing there's after no that. follow up. Nothing. I thought, well, fuck me. Yeah. As you should. As I should. <laughs> so, you know, it happens to everyone. I think it's good, though, to know that these are behind the scenes happenings of friendships, of mm-hmm. relationships. Because I feel like even though it does take some talking down to yeah. get there, it is easier to move on when you just realize that they're just not that into you. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not that you specifically did something offensive or you weren't hot enough or you weren't cool enough or anything like that. It's just like, cause I'm all those things. Hot, fun, cool. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, check, 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 check. check, And I'm out here trying to fucking make friends and not a successful one in the past when did we meet? When did we meet? I was literally trying ago. to think about that. I think you might be my like most recent friend. I think so. I'm not joking. No, I know. 
So I've just been Nancy Kerriganing anybody so that's got close to, <laughs> to take really, my most... I'm thinking it's something to do with me. You're just behind the scenes, like threatening blackmailing. <laughs> <You> fucking dare. <laughs> She's my most recent friend. <laughs> I saw someone on TikTok. Okay. About this topic. Uh-huh. It wasn't specifically about when they're not that into you, but it was like a kind of non-toxic dating coach TikToker. Okay. Okay. Love. Yeah. And they have a rule of three, which I loved. It was whether it's with friendships or with like outreach to, uh, you know, a employer or when you're trying to set up like a networking meeting or if you are interested in dating someone, it's appropriate to reach out three times. Okay. Okay. So like there's the first hello, whether it's like, okay, you've matched with them on Instagram or on dating apps or you slide into their DMs on Instagram yeah. or you shoot them an email that's like, hey, I would love to go to the lunch with you and pick your brain. Right. Okay. They respond. And this was the important factor. She said, regardless of how positive they seem. Yes. Right. Because some people just can't say no. Yeah. So even if they respond and they're like, oh my God, yeah, amazing. Or the DM chat's going really well. Okay, so that's, you've just said the one hello. The second is now let's try and meet up. So you say, hey, are you free this weekend? Oh, I'm so busy. Yeah. Okay. And they don't give an alternative. It's appropriate one week later, a few days later, whatever you choose, to do one more chance. If they're busy again. Couldn't we cut or it Or they though? don't respond, no, then, see, to me, It's that's a rule long. of two. That's a tool of see, two. See, me, that's long. But I do, I do hear what they're saying because sometimes you have to think like some people just kind of suck at communication or they are genuinely busy or whatever. Right. So basically what she was saying is like, it's not, you're not like being out of touch or invading someone's space or like whatever. If you give it a hello, do you want to hang out? Oh no, you can't. Hi, I'm back asking if you want to hang out again. Right. And then if, if you've done that, if you've, Started the conversation and you've asked them to hang out twice. Fucking done. Cut the track. Moving on. Move on. Miss moving on. And I do agree. I think it's more like two. I think it's two. I mean, but I'll give it a four sometimes. I'll give it a four. I'll give it a... I've, I've gone eight. This, <laughs> so this is the thing. I have no judgment to people doing that. No. Everyone's been on both sides I, of it. I can easily say, oh, it should be two, but... I've, I've gone crazy. I've crossed the line. <laughs> I've held out hope. I've been holding on for a hero. I've had a couple margaritas and yeah. gone for number seven. Absolutely. So, you know, like, yeah. you think maybe this time. It's also it so hard more. because <laughs> I feel like you can really amp yourself up or mm. tell yourself, oh, they're just not that into you or, you yeah. know, there's this, is this. But when you're in the moment of especially somebody that you you're talking to somebody that in your mind mm-hmm. they're such a good fit. Yeah. It's so hard to it get is. out of that headspace to like backpedal when you've already planned like your marriage and your kids' names and all this stuff. It's yeah. so hard to like rationalize it yeah. and be like, oh well, you know, somebody else or blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. It's hard hard to pull yourself out of that. In my in my experience, it's when I've already like planned an LA trip with them. Mm-hmm to go to thinking we're like besties and like I you know built this up in my head that like they like love me unconditionally no matter what footwear I wear Mm. and like you know what's the third one it's a rule of three (laughs) 
<laughs> I've built this up in my mind that this person like really yeah. like, sees me as a best friend. It's, it's hard to take a step and back. Sometimes and sometimes you have to realize they're not that into you. They're not going to comment on your Instagram photos. <laughs> they're not. Without being bullied in the comments <laughs> yeah. by the listeners of your mutual podcast. Yes. Sometimes you just have to accept that. Exactly. And that's growth. <laughs> and you got there. <laughs> no, actually, I'm I'm literally the worst. So that's like I, when I talk about people sliding my DMs, don't think I'm judging you. I'm also nuts. Yeah, you're I'm sliding also, into I'm, fucking I'm, like Lady Gaga's. Like you're. <laughs> I invited Lady Gaga oh my God. to my pride party. What? This is full circle. You did the exact same thing to a celebrity that does not want to hang out with you. Doesn't want to hang out with me. No. That's what I'm saying. I, there's no judgment. I, I get it. I don't look at those and go, "What a weird thought." Yeah. I look at them and I go, "Nice." But, nice try. You know, but like, I'm absolutely the, the but, fuck not. Like, but it's just like you know, like La- Lady Gaga probably thought. Nice try, loser. Nice try, loser. <laughs> and I thought, who knows? Maybe Lady Gaga wants to come to my apartment. Maybe no one's invited to her to a pride party. She time. said, nice try, loser. I don't want to come to your sad gay party in your apartment. I just deleted that message yeah. and I thought, let's start Never over. responded. Let's start fresh. Yeah. She Gaga, didn't, she didn't mean fresh. that. <laughs> it was a bad day. Caught yeah. her on a bad day. I'll try again next yeah, week. That was the bad romance for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm like that too. Like, you know, you laugh at me all the time with trying to make friends. I do. I'm trying to make friends out here. I'm trying to be. There's a reason I'm the most recent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be sweet. I'm trying to be fun, fresh, you know, trying, uh, to, I... trying to throw out the good vibes, complimentary. Trying to engage, trying to, you know, make plans. The calendar's clear. It's not working. It's just not working. Nothing Mm. on the schedule. Sometimes you can sense a pattern, though. (laughs) 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 It's It's like a tweet I saw today where it was like, you're going to tell me (laughs) that Nicki Minaj is fighting Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, the federal government, like all these people, Mm. Homeland Security, (laughs) people telling her that her husband's a pedophile. Mm. And you're going to tell me that she's not the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're coming for the barbs out there. Oh, yeah. They're strong. Strong and mighty. I don't feel like we got many barbs on this podcast. I don't think think we're... We're not that. She's an anti-vaxxer. I feel like queer people. She's are an anti-vaxxer too. Her cousin's ball swelled, <laughs> Brie. Oh <my> God. <laughs> How the little sensitivity for the nuts. <laughs> you know. I was like, "What are you talking about?" And then I forgot about that moment in time. Yeah. So. What a moment! But the barbs are ruthless. They will dox you. <laughs> they are seriously some what? of these who do you swifties are strong swifties, swifties are, str- well, are mightier but i don't think they're stronger they're not mightier okay they're uh they're more tactile yeah yeah tactile i don't Is that know the word i don't know I they have more yes. tact they're okay. more efficient. Yes. And they um their craft is much stronger. Okay. But barbs will literally dox you. They'll yeah. find your address, which is one thing, and then they'll show up at your address yeah. and beat the shit out of you. <laughs> That's a barb. <laughs> It's a totally like different Taylor vibe. Swift fans, if they were gonna dox, would at least just post the address online. <laughs> they wouldn't even dream of getting doing within a, a simple dox yeah, here. Oh a light doxing. God. Well, this was fun. Yeah. Also, oh, go ahead. People, I was just I saw a tweet or a TikTok mm-hmm. saying that if we really were concerned about national security, we would get Swifties in the FBI. 
That is true, actually. Like you're telling me some like old white man. There's not a day that goes by that I don't watch a Netflix documentary where I'm like, the people online are doing more work than the FBI is. Like fucking the cat one. Yes. What's it called? How to catch a cat or don't murder cats. How to kill a cat in (laughs) seven days. Kill the cat. <laughs> One of my favorite documentaries. Yeah, um, oh, fuck. Don't fuck with cats. Is don't that what fuck it is? with cats. Yeah. Um, Amazing. Wait, did the FBI solve it? No. No. Imagine Swifties. Incredible. We need work. a we need a, a podcast. Somebody needs to sponsor this. A podcast that is true crime, entirely solved by Swifties. I actually think some crimes would be solved. I'm not joking. They've they've gotten crimes would be solved before they fucking happened. <laughs> <laughs> They're stalking the criminals like... in their tracks. All right. Well, this was so much fun. Thank you for listening. Wherever you are listening, make sure to follow, subscribe, rate us five stars, five stars only. Leave a little review, a little note, really sweet. And check us out on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast. Click the link in the bio if you want to watch us on video. Become a patron. You can find us on TikTok as well at I Can Explain Podcast. And personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brian Williamson. And until next time, we will see, see you around the, the gay Are you okay? I think that was really fast. That was really oh fast. Oh, my God.